everyone. This is the Easy Allies podcast. I am your moderator, Kyle Bossman. And joining us this week, Michael Huber, Resident Evil. Daniel Two. Bloodworth. <laughs> Deus Ex. Wow. Is there, a, is there a, a subtitle for that one, too? Human Revolution. There we go. And Brandon Jones. Goldeneye007. <laughs> nice. Three ten out of tens right there. there Sorry for walking over you, Huber. I should have known the two was coming. I should have known that. I'm, that's on me. It's okay. We have a word, gentlemen. A word of the day. If you use this word at any point throughout the podcast, you win a couple of werehogs. The word is doctrinaire. Doctrinaire. As it's an adjective. Dogmatic about others' acceptance of one one's ideas. Fanatical. So that is a doctrinaire thing, or a doctrinaire person. That's fanatical? Yeah. It's excellent. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Blood is already thinking about a way to use this. <laughs> For listeners listeners of the podcast, he's definitely deep in thought. <laughs> so uh, let's start corrections. Begin corrections music, please. Uh, Kyle was the one who was behind in the Chim Pokemon episode of South Park, not I, Stan. You're correct. Kyle was the, Kyle had all the issues in that one. Yeah. And I corrections music. South Park. Cor- that was it. Just the South Park correction. I love it. Wow, that's the shortest I've ever seen. Yeah, generally we were pretty on point. Um, you know, a lot of corrections were submitted last week. I did not accept one of them. Wow. Why? <laughs> it's because of people. It's because of. Um, they because dis- of people? They disagree with me. The people disagree with oh, me okay, about okay. Uh, ah. okay. uh, Nintendo and how much of Pokemon Go is theirs. What the good news is, I tried to find out. Oh, yeah. I tried stuff. to find out. I, like, legit tried to find out. One person in the comments section last week submitted a really good uh, Wall Street Journal article that actually says, how much money does Nintendo make from Pokemon Go? The answer is nobody knows. Nobody knows how much they own of this. Nobody knows um, of the $20 million that Pokemon Company, Nintendo, and Google went in on with Niantic, uh, how much of that belonged to each company. Hmm. It's just a lot of stuff they'll never divulge, and they have no reason to. But, uh, whatever. Uh, yeah, Nintendo's obviously making a ton of money off of Pokemon Go. Uh, they are. There you have it. That's outside of corrections. <laughs> Heyday. Um, one thing I should have mentioned, though, that I forgot to, is that weird little, uh, like, watch. The weird mm-hmm. de- boondoggle thing that you can wear that is, I think, $35. And will be compatible with Pokemon Go. But isn't out anywhere. It's not out yet. It's not okay. Out yet. Oh. It's supposed to be like the end of the month or something. Why, are you going to get one, Jones? Well, the main thing that is bad, I think one of the things holding this game back that would be great, is you actually have to have the game, your phone on, the app open, for it to register anything. Yeah. And there are a lot of fitness apps where it's like, you just got to walk. You just have to have a thing and go. Yeah. So it'd be nice if like... If I was exercising or something, and then like my wrist buzzed, and like, oh, okay, and then I'll bring my app out, and oh, there's a Pokemon near me. Oh, I'll catch it. Yeah, but baby. if you're not actively you can playing, catch it on the nothing watch. happens. You can catch them on the watch? I'm pretty sure, yeah, you don't even need your phone at Huber, that you've been doing your research? Whoa. I read about that. I'm not 100% sure, but I'm pretty sure that it buzzes, and you collect it on the watch. Boom, boom. Oh, wow. Done. So yeah. you'll probably pay for 35 bucks for that. Amanda definitely will. <laughs> so she's into it, too. Amanda's way Oh, down. yeah, yeah. Amanda loves it, yeah. Blood, why do you say, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah? You know, Because there was a thing on his head this morning. Hmm. She walked in the garage because there was a, a Vena net Brandon on his head. Yeah, yeah, she came in yeah, during Toe Tuesday catching Pokemon. So not to be on the show, but just because there was a Pokemon hanging out got in the room. My sister-in-law in the garage, my brother. Yeah. Brandon Jones is many a mobile friends as I could. fanatic. Yeah. He's not a mobile and fanatic. And now a Pokemon no. fanatic, so yeah, put the two together, Kyle. Yeah, wow. 
Clash of Clans. First thing I uh, ever learned about, Jones. Batman Clash of Clans on iOS <laughs> today. Is that a Just thing? Just came out yesterday, yes. How many clans Arkham, can you have in Batman? Arkham Underworld. <laughs> Batman Arkham Underworld. Clash of Clans Batman game. For wow. free. Uh, in-app purchases. Warner Brothers. Oh my god. Are you playing? Did you download it? I mean, yeah, I played for like 30 minutes of it. So you know, which so side did you pick, Jones? It's your bad guys. You, you are a bad guy. Oh, you are setting traps cool. for Batman and for the cops and for Great. everybody else. I'm in. That's pretty cool. Actually. And trying to like rush bad guys. You're like running in to blow up the penguin and sending guys in with machine guns. and It's fun. <laughs> there we go. We got to start the show with a game announcement. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Favorite thing. <laughs> uh, I do want... I'm very excited about this other game announcement. It's called... No, sorry, before we do that, I do want to... There was a really interesting follow-up. Jones, you remember last week we played this game, uh, Huber and Blood. Someone from Love and Respect asked us how to beef up Tomb Raider, Rise of the Tomb Raider, to make it $60. Yeah. Uh, One of the things we talked about at great length was the mansion, the old Tomb Raider mansion, the Croft Manor. Lo and behold. Lo and behold, (laughs) uh, just today it's announced that with the PlayStation 4 version of this game, you get Croft Manor. You get a whole side mission. Uh, really? Yeah. You can play it in VR exclusively on yeah. PlayStation, but it's coming to the other platforms. If you have an Xbox One, if you have the PC version, it'll be free DLC for you as well. Really? Wait, wait, yeah. wait. Will it be free DLC, or is it with the season pass you get it? You're right, Blood. You need that season pass to get that yeah, thing yeah. for free. Nice. So it's a side mission. Yeah. And like actually, the witch one. It looks a little Yaga, gloomy. Yagabada or whatever? It looks like you're Yeah, Yagabada. That's yeah. it. Yagabada. <laughs> Baba Yaga. Baba Yaga. <laughs> Baba Yaga. Uh, so... Uh, <laughs> It looks like it's nighttime. It's nighttime in the manor. Okay. It looks a little scary. Is it during the main game? They just like, kind of jam it in there? No, I think it's just a little extra pop this open on the menu. Okay, separate? Yeah. Uh, what? There's no way to fit the manor That's into that story. That's how the manor works, right? It's just kind of a side thing. You played it, I, right? I, yeah, I have issues when they do story DLC separate from the main game I just played, unless it like makes sense contextually wow. so if it's just kind of maybe like, i mean maybe she lives the there beginning but yeah wow she had like a different apartment didn't she exactly she doesn't live there well her, her parents did the croft manor i don't know i'm, I'm, I'm not into I'm it i'm fading on the details i'm not into it the name of it is blood ties <laughs> that's definitely about family yeah so, okay. I, so maybe it's before the game or after the game she goes there. She, and, she, she discovers some, you know, she discovers the Batcave, basically. She discovers yeah. a you're going made in, out you're of human flesh. Crawling along the Batcave, you find the Batcave and then, the you know, Batmobile. you start going back in time to all of these different eras. Yeah. Oh, it's one or the other. I'll take it. I'm, I'm describing both. Eternal Darkness if you haven't picked that up. I've no. never played Eternal Darkness. Too spooky, too spooky for that. Too spooky, too spooky for Kyle. Rapier um, hype. Sorry? Oh, Brandon Jones is talking about a sword. Yeah. Um, so everybody, uh, oh yeah, we just wanted to get that out of the way because that's some werehogs. If you make a great call like that, you get werehogs on the yeah. show. Um, but let's talk about this announcement. Let's talk about this console. We had a video game console announcement last week. <laughs> sure. <laughs> it's called the NES Classic Edition. And this is the strangest thing I've seen Nintendo do in a long time. This is a tiny, tiny really? NES. Yeah. Fits in a hand. You can lift it in a hand. Uh, it includes thank goodness thirty games. Has legit NES controllers. It looks like a US NES. It just looks like it, just yeah. smaller. And it costs sixty US dollars. Do you say it has an HDMI port as well? I don't know, man. No, it I does. think it oh, does. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Confirmed. Yeah. Confirmed. That's the, that's, the mo- that's the selling point for me. 
Great. Yeah. Confirmed HDMI port. Yeah. Okay. Colin. What? How many times have I come to you? Yeah. So salty mm-hmm. about Nintendo. So salty about having to buy their games. Not having to, but kind of. Uh, buy, having to buy their games multiple times on multiple systems. It's like, how many times can they nickel and dime me? Give me like an account where, you know, I buy Mario, now I own it. They found a way <laughs> to make me buy Mario again! This so you're mad hilarious. because you're buying this. I'm getting this. this I'm in. I'm all in. I, I, I'll probably buy the controller. Alright, so let's dissect each of these comments. Why, Huber? Why are you buying this thing? Pure, unadulterated nostalgia. Okay. The look of it, the mm-hmm. fact that it is the little mini console, the controller is a huge part of it too. Uh, you can even use your or the like Damiani and I were having a conversation. You can for, use the classic controllers for it, the Wii. Yeah, it's that port. Yeah, yeah, it just shoves into the bottom of the Wii remote. Correct? Yeah. So, I love it. Oh, I know. It, it, it's yeah. It's it's the same plug. So, mm-hmm. both ways. So, you can take your classic controller and you can plug it into the other port, to the second player port. Oh. Or uh, you can use it. Or you can take the NES controller and use it on the Wii remote for the Wii. Oh, my yeah. word. Yeah, the plugs on the console themselves <laughs> look like the same as the, those yeah. on the bottom of the Wii remote. So, Blood, you're not buying this, but you are buying, buying one of those controllers? Probably, yeah. Oh, and the price. The price was good. It's $60. That's 30 crazy. Games. That's crazy. 30 games. It's yeah. a fair up, price. Add up all those games on Virtual Console, they're at least 5 to $8 each. Yep. The funny, the funny thing to me games? is this is like this is such an ancient idea. It's so yes. hilarious that they're yeah. doing this now. Because We've seen this before, there, right? There have been, like, for at least 10 years, probably longer than that, there have been, like... Midway, Pirate, take them home. Well, there's yeah. those two. Yeah, you, like the little arcade sticks with the Pac-Man and mm-hmm. Galaga and stuff yeah. on them. Mm-hmm. But but then there are the the, the bootleg ones, the pri- pirated ones, where like you would you know see them at like the back of the drugstore. It was like 100 NES games, and they're like they're they're real NES games, but yeah. they've been changed just enough to not have the copyrighted stuff in them. Or Ooh. sometimes they actually do have those. the stuff. But yeah, like that stuff has been in like flea markets and swap meets and all that for for decades. <laughs> it's like Nintendo it's is finally like, oh, we're gonna we're actually gonna make one of those There's, the right way. I, it's it's like why I don't download movies right. illegally and stuff. I like when it's official. I like when it's clean. Mm-hmm. You know, Jones, just, is this thing special? Is no. this a special product? Well, it's it's special for people that dearly love Nintendo. I mean, like if that if that console is really really special to you, like like that was my first. Gaming, that was my first little gaming experience. Like, I played Atari, but, like, that was the first system. We owned an Atari, but we only got, like, one or two games for it. My brother and I bought our NES with our own money. We saved up for it. I visually remember looking at him walking down the stairs, like, holding it up, being like, we got it, you know. And, uh, because I think I, like, got home from school late. I think he got home from school earlier than I did, so he, like, went out with mom and got it. And, like, I came home and they were gone, and I was like, oh, I hope they're going out and getting it. I could, I could care less about this thing. It angers me. Uh, why is it, why is, it, is it hurting you, Jones? It's hurting you. It's not hurting me. It's just it's just a it's just a dick move. What is it? Dick move on Whoa. Nintendo's part. Why? Here I, we go. I think it's just a well, it's simple. Like, it's like, what it was just saying. It's an outdated concept. You're you're picking the thirty games. It's something I'm gonna plug in and play for five seconds and then never do it again. I'm gonna I'm gonna put it in a shelf and then like a year later be like, oh yeah, I bought that thing. It's like it's exactly what it's exactly what Huber's saying. Huber's like, this is what I want. This is Nintendo saying you're never gonna get that ever. We are going to make you buy Mario again and again and again and again and again. And, again. Yeah, and, again. and that's just this like, it's just yeah. so weird. It's just like they're, 
they're like that uncle you just don't quite get. You know, it's like sometimes he shows up and he's, you know, he's got a check for your birthday and he just, he brought the right, you know, he brought the table mat with your favorite clown on it and he's got, you're just like, this is the best. My favorite clown. You know, and then he's like, oh, I'll take you to the game and then he like doesn't and then he just like yells at your parents and runs off. You're like, what, what happened? You know, like, you just never know what you're getting from them. You're either getting just pure nostalgic, oh my God, amazing. Look what you did with Donkey Kong. Yes. And then just like, no Metroid. Oh, here's three's game. Buy him again. I agree. You see that NES? We made it smaller. You suck. Just like, Jones, I agree like, with you, but a hundred percent. But the price and the amount of games that it comes with, and it comes with a controller. If it was more are than we getting six, a Super Nintendo, like one of sixty dollars is the price year? of one game. No, I would be great to have a Super. Nintendo. I mean, that's the thing. The I price think is like, right. I think it is. Like it's it's this, it's the stocking stuffer kind of thing. It's just yeah. like this simple thing simple that you thing. know, like. If somebody back in the day played NES and they like NES games, like yeah. you could just get them that, you know, and, and kind of, you know, it's it is definitely a more in some terms like a casual gamer kind of thing, you know, that's yeah. just like here it is, just one package. Here's you know the best things that we could put on there for this price point. So yeah, to me this is genius in terms of a fall release because the Wii U is going to suck this year. They're going to have nothing for it this year. And so I do think it's an easy way. Hey, we don't have the NX out this year. Here's some easy money we can make this fall. Easy money. What I feel weird about is it feels like a very non-Nintendo move to me. It feels cheap. It feels like one of those things that you see in supermarkets. Uh, It does... Everything Nintendo talks about, saying like, no, we do our own things. We like to innovate with every Mm -hmm. step. It seems the opposite of that. There's mm. nothing innovative about this at all. No. When, at all. When was the first Nintendo mobile game? Not too long ago, right? What, do you remember? Oh, when? Mitomo? Mitomo and sure. stuff. That, to me, was them opening up the Nintendo gates of like, yo, we are adapting. We are going to sure. do some scummy moves. And this is part of We're it? We're going to do some weird business decisions. And this is part of that. Okay. Like, they are di- they are changing their ways. I think it's a smart move. I yeah. think it's a, it's a cool product, smart move. I don't want it. I definitely don't want it myself. But I'm not mad at it, Jones. You're furious, man. Yeah. How do we cool you off right now? It just... <laughs> like I said, it's just, it's just a clear signal to me from Nintendo that they're just like, we are going to... We're, we're, like, we're, we're really, really not making games anymore. <laughs> like, we're, we're really... We're, we're, you're going to get less and less from us every year, and we're going to think of the most backdoor shady thing we can do to just suck dollars straight out of your pocket. Oh, yeah. Why not get a $60 coupon for all the games? Like, why not, like you can buy them all for 60 bucks. See, it's in the, him- in the VR console. It's like, no, you got to buy a separate thing. It's got to go on a whole separate HDMI port. You got like the blood nailed it. The controller is probably the coolest thing about it. Jones, you're, like, you're finally- you know you're going to get it because just look at it. Look at it, you suckers. You're, f- you're like, finally oh. where I was. Like, like by itself, it's cool. Like, Eight yeah, months like, to a year ago. If, if I was- find, like you, you'll get to a point with Nintendo where it's just like you'll stop caring, and then when you do get the one game that they pump out every couple years. Mm-hmm. The, the one, the one, yeah. I think the one thing that really could have been done to to make this the the next level thing is, yeah, if if it tied into an eShop account, yes, you know, if it tied into a Nintendo account, and so like you don't just have those thirty games, you have like whatever you already own. It runs so on virtual that. console, yeah. You know, like and and vice versa, like you know, if you bought this thing then boom, all that stuff's available on your Wii U. You know, like, that's where it should have been a little bit more forward-thinking. So what I want to do today with this uh, NES Classic Edition is I'm going to go through each of the 30 games included in this thing. So good. We're going to play a game called Holds Up, or Hold Up, 
So for each of these games, tell us if they hold up, if they're willing to, uh, if you think people would, would like them today, if they're still good video games, yeah. and say, hold up, if you think it really doesn't belong here, it's kind of just running off its classic title, if it's not really worth playing today. Okay. Here this we go. Fun, we go. We go. We starting with Huber every time, or what do we? Yeah, we'll start with Huber every time. Yeah. We'll try to what get if, a pattern going. What if we do this and the, the snake? So Jones says two, and I. What I we, learned, just, we just said what we're doing. What here. I learned okay, is sorry. that when it, when we do the <laughs> zigzags, it slows everything down. Yeah. I'm sorry. Here we go, Huber. <laughs> Balloon fight. Hold up. Blood. This is a quick game. Yeah, it's hold up. Hold up. Yeah. Um. <laughs> bubble bobble. Holds up. Let's think I think I'm going to go pass because I haven't put a lot of time oh, in the bubble. You can't bubble. use the word pass. I can't pass if no, no, I haven't no. really... A pass is a hold, is a hold up. It's pass good, is hold up. It's a good co-op game. Do it for Huber. Give Do him a holds it. up yeah. for Huber. Holds up. I guess I'll say holds up. Holds up for sure. Yeah. Oh, wow. Nice. We got one from Jones even. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> many, many hours. Castlevania is in this. Holds oh. up. Masterpiece. Yeah. Holds up for sure. Holds up. Wow. Castlevania 2, Simon's Quest. Holds up. Holds up. Holds up. Wow. It holds up. What a lot of curse. That's great. A lot of people don't like it. But I do. Donkey Kong. Last boss fight's easy, but um, the first Donkey Kong. Yeah, yeah. Boop, 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 Holds boop, up. Boop. Holds up. Iconic. You should know that. I'm a little younger than. Uh, uh -oh. the documentary was made about it. I know. It's legit. Oh no. I've We've never liked. We got a hold up coming. I've never liked it. Hold <laughs> up. <laughs> I've never liked that game. Donkey Kong Junior. Hold up. The way we're doing this is weird. Like I don't know what actually. <laughs> Uh, hold up means hold or holds. Yeah, holds up is good. Yeah. Okay. Hold up is like yes. hold, hold on up. a second. Hold up. Okay, no, hold up. Hold up on Junior. <laughs> yes. Sure, hold up. All yeah, right, you got it. Thumbs down for Junior. Double Dragon Two, the Revenge. Holds up. <laughs> holds up. Holds up. Nice, Doctor Mario. Holds up. Holds up. Hold up like a better than Game Boy. <laughs> Wait, hold up? No. Uh, no, it's, it's the same game. It's, <laughs> yeah, it holds up, probably, yeah. Excite Bike. Holds up. Uh, I'm gonna say hold up. Oh, holds up. Ooh, we got a holds from Jones. Yeah, play nice. the game. And I love the track creator. Excite Bike's pretty yeah. legit, actually. I, I actually really like Final Fantasy is in this. Holds up. Holds up. Holds Although, up. it's super confusing game, yeah. But, yeah, but still. Yeah, it's, it's... But still, man. It's, do you think it's playable today? That's really what we're talking about here. Yeah. Is it for someone who's never played it? Yeah. I think Final Fantasy is meatier than, than all the games you described previously combined. Wow. <laughs> that is yeah. Final Fantasy 1, Jones. 1. one. For someone who's never... If, if you're out there and you've never played Final Fantasy 1, you're going to have a you're gonna have a hard time. Yeah. So, But I'm going to say holds up. It holds up. You need a guide, but holds up. But yeah, you need a guide or something. It's tough. Dang. Blood, were you holds up too? Yeah. Okay. Galaga. Holds up. Oh, holds up for sure, yeah. I never played on the NES, so I'm going to say hold up. Because I don't know. I, yeah, like, don't know I, I was arcade 100% on that game. I've never played the NES version. Yeah, sure. I, don't, I actually don't Can't know commit. if I have played Can't the commit. NES version. Ghost and Goblins. Holds up. Holds up. Holds up, even though I hate that game Whoa. so much. Whoa! <laughs> wow. Yes. You think people can play Ghosts and Goblins NES version? Tactics? Absolutely. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. that's Dark Souls, baby. <laughs> yes, it's super hard, but yeah. You treat yeah. it like Dark Souls. You grind that game out. You oh, sit down so for like five hours. Train yourself yeah. on Shovel Knight for a little bit, and then get ready. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Uh, Gradius. Double oh, jumps. Yeah, yeah. Hold up for yeah. Yeah, hold up. Yeah. Come on. Nice Gradius fans. Great. Yeah. Wow, this is, a, this is a good list. Ice climber. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Nice. Hold up okay, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was Hold the up. love was the love train was yeah. going on too strong yeah. there. I'm glad we <laughs> hit the brakes. Kid Icarus. 
Hold up. Hold up. Yeah. I tried. Iconic, yeah, but it doesn't... I tried to get into it when it came mm. out on Virtual Console, and it was just so hard. Like, That's, I wanted yeah. to really get in that game. Yeah. I never played it. Okay, so hold up from Huber, too. Yeah. Kirby's Adventure. Holds up. Holds up. So yeah. holds up. God, this list. See? <laughs> Kirby's Adventure so is one of my favorite good. games ever. That's yeah. one of my favorite games ever. That I can vouch for that one singularly. It absolutely holds up. Mario Bros. Now, hold on a second. The battle one. Yes, yeah. this is the arcade version. Hold up. Hold up. We're good. Yeah, I'll say hold up. It yeah. was, it was, game, it was it, a stopgap. It's included in one of the games we'll talk about later. Yeah. Mega Man 2. Hold, hold up. up. Hold, hold up. up. Hold I'm up. proud of them for picking two. I think that's pretty yeah. classic. Wow, yeah. Yeah. Maybe the best game on the list so How far. How did they license some of this stuff? That's crazy to me. That they got Mega Man 2, that they got Final Fantasy. That's really, really cool. Galaga, nice job. Uh, Metroid. Holds, holds up. Hold up. Music. Ugh. Are you sure this holds up? Everybody? Oh, holds yes. up! It's, oh, yeah. It's it's difficult. I mean, but you can find a map really easily. Okay. I think that's the most difficult part about it is just the mapping of it. Atmosphere is not something you find in in an NES game that often. Like real, actual atmosphere. <laughs> yeah, John's <laughs> that game has it. That's a good. That's a good uh, defense. Great. I like that. Yeah, great defense, John's. It's really cool. What do you think of that? Ninja Gaiden. Ooh. Hmm. Not my favorite of the series. I'm not making the first move. I'll go hold up. Ooh. Ooh. I'll hold up. Oh, I'm the time. You gotta fight those ravens. Don't forget about those ravens. Yeah, Stupid ravens. Hold up. Hold on. Oh, I'm frustrated just thinking about it. We don't have time for those ravens, <laughs> ravens today. Uh, Pac-Man. Holds up. Well, I never played on NES, but... Yeah, yeah I, the thing up. is, is there have been so many versions of Pac-Man that, like... I'm not even sure <laughs> well, how the it's NES still, one looks. It's, yeah, it's like, good. It's yeah. fine. Yeah, it's the thing that's fine. so hot about Pac-Man is like you're you're gonna lose. It's like one of the only games like, <laughs> I ever played where it's like you're going. There is you're not gonna win this. I guarantee you. I'll put a million dollars on the table that you, you will not win Pac-Man right it's, now. It's an arcade no game. It's like Tetris. You can't yeah. do it. Yeah. Um, it is Pac-Man to me though is absolutely a like a a play to an older generation who's buying this for nostalgia. Oh yeah, yeah. Because I don't really attribute Pac-Man's success to the NES no. or vice versa. And so it is really interesting for them to say, Pac-Man, you know, the NES classic. Like, no. Yeah, no. Kyle might not be on your level of Tetris love, but Pac-Man is like my my thing. You get in the zone on Pac-Man, huh? Pac-Man cool. so much. Ugh. Then this thing is worth it just to have a Pac-Man machine. <laughs> Punch-Out, featuring Mr. Dream. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, their weird version is... It's a bummer Tyson's not in it, but yeah. that was yeah. my first NES Holds game of up. all time. Holds up for Holds sure. Up. Mm-hmm. That is a awesome challenge well, but we yeah. might have to see how how uh how lag free that hdmi port sure turns out to be Ooh. <laughs> um but that, just that like, ball build test that game still looks good i would argue it looks even makes more sense visually than super punch out i just like it i yeah. like the look of it and it, it's not duplicated it's not a game that you still <laughs> see that kind of genre anymore i like it it's cool i'm just gonna rock out to the theme dun, 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 dun. i'm just gonna be doing that over here while okay you star tropics Holds up just for Ryan Stevens. I don't know yeah. anything just about that game other than Ryan, Ryan Stevens Ryan bringing Stevens. it up like 20 I, times. For Ryan Stevens. No, I think it holds up. And every time Ryan Stevens holds would bring up. it up, he'd bring it up like he had never brought it up before. Have we ever talked about Star Trek this? I'm like, yeah. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> we have. But you never played it. That's why he kept uh, asking you. Yeah. Uh, Super C? I, th- I assume that's Contra, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's the yeah. second Contra game. Oh, yeah. Holds up. Many, many playthroughs of Super C. Holds Did up. you say hold up? Holds up. Oh, okay. So that's three holds up. I told you. This is a confusing... Yep. Super Mario Bros. Holds, holds up. up. For Masterpiece. Sure holds up. 
Super Mario Bros. 2. Holds up. Holds up. up. Holds up. And all its bizarre... Screw the haters. Yeah. Marble chucking in... Great game. Red Eagle mouth glory. Yeah. Oh, that is... Dude, the music. Oh, boy. It's like a Mario Sunshine situation. Crazy, like, go under the sand shortcuts. Oh, yeah. The the Albatross writing and all that Uh, stuff, yeah. Like Peach, like, floating in air onto something, grabbing it, and then throwing it while you're in midair. Just like... You know what's cool? I like the sound effects of that game. They're just Mm -hmm. like... When you, I guess when you're hitting Birdo, just the noises she makes. Yeah. I remember, like, the concept of going into, like, the dark world and finding the door in the back there would make me oh, feel, man. like, hollow and cold as a yeah. child. Yes. <laughs> like, you want to get back. Oh, I made it out. You want to yeah. get back. Absolutely. Dude, this ain't right. Economy. Yeah. Those what coins in that game. What about them? So valuable. All the one-ups, like the mushrooms. Sure. Every item I pick up in Mario 2, valuable. And that was the POW block, right? Do they have the POW in? Absolutely. They have POW yeah. block. There's so much they didn't that were just that was in Mario Two, and then we didn't bring up until like tennis years later. We're yeah. like, okay, Birdo, get in there. <laughs> but like, yeah. it was cool that the yeah, Pow made it in. Shy guys, you're canon now, Birdo. Yeah, I love that. Oh, guys. Super Mario Bros. Three. Oh yeah. Of what are we talking about? Also Boards one of up. my faves. One of, also one of my favorite games of all time. Me too. Looks be- uh, my the best looking Super Nintendo or uh, regular Nintendo game. It that's on some weird. Console in between the, the NES and the Super Nintendo. Well, no, that's the yeah. thing about it's like not the NES. Like, what did you do? That's the what thing happened? about cartridges, man. It's, it's like, like God of War on the PS2. It's like what? What you? What did you do here? Like, what yeah. happened? But I mean, cartridges like you could literally put more hardware into the cartridge, and there you go. Like yeah, on the Super Nintendo, the the FX chips. Like, oh, we got 3D now. Yeah. <laughs> we got 3D now. <laughs> <laughs> Tech Mobile holds up. I don't know. It's got some good games. Uh, in it, uh, I will say holds up only because when we when we did do some ill-fated top 100 games of all time meetings at game trailers, Tecmo Bowl was mm. there were several people who were arguing good very heavily for Tecmo game. Bowl. Like I'll walk if Tecmo Bowl's not on this. They list. still play it. They still play this game. So, Blood, do you have an opinion about this though? I I really don't. Like I know I played up. it so, a few times back in the day. You gotta but have like, mm-hmm. Okay, we have two left. All right. Can you guess, actually? Can you guess what these last two are? Zelda. Duck Hunt? The Legend of Zelda. Okay, holds up. Holds up. Never beat it. Holds up. Holds up. It does. I love. I actually love watching Damiani play through this game. <laughs> I actually do believe it holds up. Holds up so much. Zelda 2, The Adventure of Link. <laughs> holds Hold, up. Holds, holds up, up, but don't expect hard. to beat it. <laughs> Balls to the wall hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Actually, it's 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 not super bad. It's, it's really just like the road to the Great Palace that's like... Yeah. Just totally kick your butt. That uh, list is phenomenal. Yeah, that's a that's, great list. I was shocked by how much you said holds up on that list, Jones, and you still say you're going to put this on a shelf and it's forget like about it after five minutes. Games, dude. We just talked about a bunch of games, man. The ge- that that's the thing. Sixty bucks for all that. This didn't need to be any sort of creative meeting at Nintendo whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Like, like no one creatively needed to be involved in this. This was lawyers. This was a real simple design of just shrinking something that already existed that someone else already designed, packaged other games somebody else already made, and repackage it and make me buy it again. And it's just like, I will never... Make it play I will play. accept that. I will give you a pass on doing that. I will never, ever get excited about that. I'll never be like, oh, you did that? Yeah. Oh, wow. Sure. Yeah. Oh, cool, that game again? Especially for somebody like Nintendo. But it doesn't, need to, just... be an, it doesn't need to be an all or nothing thing. I'm just taking yeah. it for what it is. 60 bucks, 30 games, let's go. And to avoid having to deal with the Wii and the Wii U, the most annoying systems to use to hook up sensor bars, power bars, 40 (laughs) wires, capturing on a thing's a nightmare, (laughs) menus, 
don't want to have to deal with it. One HDMI cable from the mini mini NES into the into the TV. Let's go. I hear him. I hear him. So much of your complaint is just the lack of familiarity. No, Brad, no, same no. thing though. You gotta plug in the sensor There's bar. There's so many. Like, when you, you want to capture a Wii game bar. from the Wii U, oh my god. The freaking gamepad has a sensor bar on it. You don't have to plug in the sensor bar on the Wii U. Ooh, nice. Yeah, Hubert. Touche. Touche, bud. <laughs> uh, let's do a quick one. But it's weird. I, nobody, n- nothing against anybody who wants to get it. I'm, I'm weird like that. Every now and then, Nintendo just rubs me the wrong way. Yeah, it happens. It Normally, happens nobody, I just kind of let them pass. But yeah, again, only Zelda D3. Buy the NES care. again. They're yeah. just like, okay. Because you care, John. I honestly, I think this is so s- smart. Did you see the box before E3? When we gathered before E3 to talk yep. about what we would expect out of Nintendo, did anybody talk about we really want a stocking stuffer? That would really be great, you know. <laughs> God, Nintendo before the end of 2016, if you could give us a stocking John, stuffer, I'll, that would just be swell. I'll tell you, I I wanted them to have something this fall. I wanted them to not just eat it this fall, and now they have something that will certainly fly off the shelves. I just. The economics of it are crazy to me. I don't like there are licensed games in here. Nintendo does not own the package for sixty bucks. I don't get it. I don't understand how much money they're actually making off of this. Good luck finding that thing too. Yeah, GameCube adapter all over that, again. That second here we controller. Go. I bet those things will sell like like Forever. crazy. Forever. Yeah, the you're not getting that thing for two. six months unless you pre-ordered the second. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think they'll. I think they'll. Have yeah. enough to meet the man. Let's yeah. bet. Let's bet right now. What do you want to bet? I think I think Ooh, the GameCube adapter was a totally different situation because no. they just were not. We've never had blood versus Harry yeah. Huber. NES side bet. Here we go. The NES controller will be sold out through the end of the year. The controller? Yep. That's a different. That's a different thing. All right, I'm gonna say the mini NES then. Sold out through the end of the year. Sold out through the end of the year. Okay. You're not going to be able. To walk into a store and buy one. Bloodworth, are you willing to take that bet? So Blood would have to sure. take a picture of a, of a NES in a store. Oh, okay. That's how we'll do yeah. it? Sure. Okay. Or, or Amazon. Store. Somebody can't tweet it. They can't be like, oh, phone one. It's like, yeah, well, yeah. you could have brought that into or Amazon. the store if you work at. sends me a link, available sure. now, in stock. Okay. Through the end of the year. I feel like uh, the loser has to stream an NES game. Which game should it be? Okay. Nice. Bloodworth, you have to stream. Balloon Fight. But are you, you have to stream. <laughs> Kung That's what we all voted against, right? Oh, Kung Fu! Oh, bow, 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 bow. Is yeah. that actually on? It's something? not one of these things. He just has to have it on Wii U, I guess. Is it on Wii U? I have the I have the cart. Okay, it's good enough. And Bloodworth, <laughs> what will Huber have to stream? Oh gosh, um, Balloon Fight's good. Ghouls and Ghosts. Oh no, he likes it. Yeah, or Ghosts yeah, and Ghosts. We're trying to find something that people Kung don't like. Kung Fu's a good game. Uh, Ice Climber was another one From that we really one. Oh, Ice Climber's rough. Um, That's what we want, Blood. Give him a rough game. Hey, man, I threw you a bomb. All right. Go well, easy. We'll what do you... Kid Icarus then, I guess. Oh. Kid Icarus, Ouch. Man. Lock it in. Ouch. Brutal, Blood. Well, hey, you're welcome for Kung Fu. I'm not saying he has to do a full playthrough. <laughs> right, yeah, just an hour? We'll do an hour, I guess? Sure. Okay. okay. It's an NES game, yeah. Hour. Kid Icarus. Oh, do you hear that? Sounds like it's podcast halftime. It is. It is podcast halftime. The following are the official sponsors of Easy Allies for the month of July. Michael Kazachenko. Mango. Sweet Justice, a sound design company based in England that's worked on Battlefield, Mirror's Edge, and Call of Duty. You can see their work at www.sweetjustice.audio. Scorn, an atmospheric horror adventure developed by Ebb Software, set in a nightmarish universe of odd forms and somber tapestry. Go to scorn-game, 
for more information. A tutorial website for teaching people how to yo-yo, yoyotricks.com. To buy yo-yos and learn how to get started, visit yoyotricks.com or their YouTube channel. All of these links are available in the description. Thank you to our sponsors. Where do I go for more information on Scorn? Scorn-game.com. Okay. Yeah, we, not, but I didn't put it in the We missed com. that .com, yeah. Well, it's on yeah. screen, though. So okay, got it. So not for the people but at sweet, home. Sweet. They typed in Scorn-game and they, they're Battle, done. Yeah. They don't Battlefield know where has audio? My, I don't know what. Battlefield has my favorite sound in any game there you go ever made by Sweet a justice. very large margin what's the sound the sounds of war baby oh i thought you said like one particular <laughs> oh, sound no, effect no, that no, you no, really no. love boom worked on another game though oh. the, yes. the actual like combat sound effects are probably my favorite thing in battlefront yep so i was just so. playing uh gemini heroes reborn for a dumb game Monday, looked fun. Sweet Justice appears in the credits. Nice, nice. worked on the game. <laughs> nice. Huber, you were talking about that game with me actually yeah. before we got fired. Yeah, you were like, we got to stream this. Looks fun. Yeah, how it was actually, it? It is so fun. Oh, dude, when you were throwing lockers, yes, I was like this is awesome. It is a really really cool <laughs> yeah. game. The last, the last Dishonored two. Ten minutes. Yeah. It took me a minute to get it. I was yeah. like, oh. The last ten minutes or so, just Kyle throwing a barrel against the wall. Yeah, got to get that platinum. <laughs> So, uh, let's talk about EVO. EVO 2016 happened last weekend. Uh, I want to talk about what was noteworthy from a news perspective about yeah. EVO 2016. And the big deal of EVO this year, as we discussed earlier this year, uh, they went to Mandalay Bay for Sunday. They went to a big stadium to stream the final day of EVO, to stream all the finals. And it, of course, uh, escalated. It all led up to Street Fighter V, uh, which was also broadcast on ESPN2. So who watched? Who watched, I watched here? Yeah, much. I watched on ESPN. Watched? Not a moment. Nice. I'm, I'm and I watched, you watched it on ESPN. Me too. Yeah. I watched it in my living yeah, room. Yeah, like my over Twitter feed dinner. was blowing up, and I'm like, I gotta turn this on and see what's happening. Dude, wow. watch it with my parents in my living room. No way. For a while, they were like, "What? Tell us what's going on." And it was really cool. We were just having dinner. Yeah, yeah. My, and, my, and my wife was just as into it as I was. Yeah. yeah. Can I t- can I share a story real quick? Uh, I was talking to my mom on the phone. And I said, yeah, I'm watching uh, Evo on ESPN. You know what? Have Dad turn it on. And so he's like, okay, which channel? I'm like, ESPN <laughs> 2. And so, you know, I'm talking to my mom. And then in the background, I just hear, oh. <laughs> <laughs> my dad was getting into it. Yeah. Were your parents too? My dad, like, <laughs> l- when Long Island Joe went down. Oh, absolutely. My dad was bummed yeah. out. He was so bummed. And like, everyone was bummed. Your wife. Oh, yeah. She was getting into it. Absolutely. So there were moments where she was probably more into it than I was because I just got distracted by what her chat or Twitter or something. Uh huh. Kyle, my favorite thing was that we I watched it with my parents for like ninety minutes and then I went over to my friend's house with Brad and we watched the, the end of it. Uh, by like the hour mark, when my parents started to like understand it, yes, they were like, "Get out of there! Get Ooh, out of there! Yes! <laughs> like no, no, no! Yes! Yeah, it was awesome. So that's what I want to talk about. I want to talk about Street Fighter Five in particular because I think it is the right fighting game yeah. to be on ESPN too. I think it's yeah. the right fighting game to end Evo. I just think it translates well. Yeah. Has the name recognition. Yep. So like, you know, parents don't know a lot of video games, but it's like, oh, Street Fighter, I know that one. You know, yep. it's been around for so long. So I think that was a that was a big deal. You know, if it was like I don't know, Guilty Gear or something. No offense to Guilty Gear. Guilty Gear's amazing. They but get it. It's my a, parents would be like, yeah. what the heck is Guilty Gear? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I was just thinking, even even down to we all make fun of the Street Fighter designs with their big feet and big hands. Mm-hmm. I think it's all part of this. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I think it's all part of why this game just translates mm-hmm. to a broader audience at the end of Evo. But 
but I want to know your opinions. I want to know why you think Street Fighter gets to be on ESPN2. I want to know why Street Fighter gets to end Evo. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think part of it is what you said. It's, it's that the recognition, that legacy. You know, like they even brought in like the cuts of, uh, you know, Daigo's uh, comeback back in the day and all of that. Like they, you know, they had those shots in there from those old videos. And so, you know, that's, you know, in a lot of ways, that's really like the core of, of Evo of where it all came from, you know, and like that's what people know, that's what people recognize, like that's where, you know, the top players kind of gravitate. So that that's what they wanted to see is, you know, the people from all around the world in, in that competition, you know, and, and yeah, obviously like five is the newest version and people haven't had that much time in with those characters and, and the new mechanics, but still, you know, it's that's part of what is exciting about it is like what the crap is somebody that's good with Armika gonna do? Like, yeah, we don't know really. Yeah. Uh, so, and, and that was just, yeah, it was really crazy to see all that. And, and you know, having Seth Killian up there, like, I think that probably played into it as well. You know, he somebody and Mike that Ross could really it. that team was great. Get in there and like just dissect it all and make predictions and 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 talk again about those players. Like those players were champions from years back and so there's just so much more there to to latch onto and and to be iconic and i'm sure you know they brought up multiple times about capcom and playstation sponsorships Mm -hmm. i'm sure that played a big part of it yeah and i think honestly that's part of why it got on espn2 i have to assume that they put up some dollars to be on espn2 honestly i think is how that works Mm -hmm. is hey we'll pay for some of the ad money that you would have lost not being i think that's how that works i shouldn't say that out loud but who knows for sure no one will come out and say i would have uh one thing though to like make it even bigger i think was show the money more like make that more like for so long i was like what is first place how much money who gets what like poker is such a big yeah, the poker yeah, yeah. phenomenon you're right dumping the money on the table always saying okay first place is a million second place is five hundred thousand. it's like this, when somebody went out, finally it was like really small under their name, like fifth place, $7,000. It was like, yeah, show that more to get people like my mom or people who don't know Street Fighter why why it's important. Yeah. Like, what are they fighting for? I hear that. I would actually love to see that more. Mm-hmm. Uh, something that they do on stream graphics that they didn't do yeah. on ESPN graphics was say where we are in the tournaments mm-hmm. on the top and the middle. Mm-hmm. Uh, it didn't mm-hmm. say winners, quarterfinals, yeah. or, or, you know, losers, semis, or anything like that. It's just mm-hmm. you kind of had to just kind of follow along on your yeah. own. Uh, that would have helped. Mm-hmm. Um, is that a lot of money though, Huber? Is so the winner got fifty k. Is that uh, a, a lot? I think it's probably a lot for Evo, but it didn't feel like a lot. Like especially the ones leading up to that, it's like mm-hmm. he got he got this far and he got that. What that that doesn't feel like a lot for everything that he had to do to pay for travel and everything. I know. I feel and, uh, like that's why they shrink it. I feel because it doesn't compare yeah. to Dota or or League of yeah. Legends or even um, Call Smite. of Duty's thing is a million. That's like, true. Call of Duty get a million? I think so. Dang. So yeah, then it, you yeah. know it, it it pales in comparison when you look at it like that. And the like game show winnings, I think they take half. Ooh. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> Hubert, no. Yeah. That was cool, though. It was just cool to see up there on the big stage. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Do we want to talk about Smash? We had a tiny Smash controversy. Smash was devastating for me, man. I like did, I didn't I, get to see that, but oh cause... my god, I don't know any. I didn't know anything about the players. Okay, I knew that um, the second place player, the guy that got second, Armada. Armada. I knew he was defending champ, mm-hmm. and this was to establish his legacy. Ooh. That's really all I knew about the Golden situation. Golden State Warriors. 
Trying to establish yeah, a legacy. Trying to establish it. And then yeah. the, the person who ended up winning had always been in there. Yep. Like third place, a lot of seconds, thirds, fours. Committed had, to Jigglypuff. Had finally won. Yeah. But to see the life drained from Armada, to see to see him just ruined. Like it I felt so depressed. So Jones, to to describe what happened oh was Oh my god. Uh, Hungry Box, the guy I was playing against, uh broke down when he won. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Emotional. so he came out of losers. He came out of losers, so he had to beat Armada twice. Mm-hmm. Best of three twice in a row. And he did it. He pulled it off mm-hmm. with Jigglypuff, you know, a character <laughs> that you shouldn't be using in Smash Bros, but it like has like really cool little techniques. Uh Armada was playing Fox, so, like, who cares, man? Fox mm-hmm. McCloud. Yeah. Um, OP. Yeah. Um, <laughs> though he was playing um, Peach earlier. I think yeah. he had the matchup against Jigglypuff. He's like, oh, I gotta go back to Fox. Gotta yeah. do it. But, uh, right. Loses and just sits down for and s- stares down. Yeah. You're right. It was a long time, too, for, wasn't it? Uh, for a while. Yeah. The guy can... The, like, host can't, had to come over and console him a couple yep. times. Had to, like, help him up. Uh, when they were going down the line of like sixth place, fifth place, he was just defeated. So I'll and tell I, you- I just want to know, like, I, I just I don't I don't want to know anything. I I just seeing the devastation. You know, I can only imagine what these players go through, how many hours they put in, yeah. the amount of work. You know, they're not getting paid in, unless they're getting sponsored or or winning, and. Oh, it was just devastating. I don't like seeing people lose like that. I think it's part of it. It's part of what makes of course, it feel important. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's it's you you want to see somebody devastated. If he's just like, "No, oh, I lost whatever." It makes the event yeah. see, seem less fun, less interesting. I don't know, man. Like oh. when we were up in the those finals, like it was actually really cool to see, you know, how people, you know, just appreciated being up on that level, being up on that yeah. stage, you know. You're like, right. When Long Island Joe went down, it felt okay, because I did. guess he was jolly. He was. I guess Armada just took it hard. He took it hard. <laughs> I felt it, man. I felt the pain. Uh, the drama I wanted to talk about, though, is how Smash 4 players, Smash for Wii U, are feeling underrepresented. They kind of got shafted. They didn't have as much equipment. Uh, they had a bad stream time. And uh, kind of disrespected. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Disrespected because Melee is the big deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, more people entered the Smash for Wii U tournament than entered Melee. Uh, however, yeah. I think Melee still just does better streaming-wise. So I guess the question comes down to when do you kill off Melee? Do you ever? Do you do you kill off Smash for Wii U? No. Um, I don't think it hurts. I think it only helps Nintendo because it's like more presence. You know? Yeah. You have Melee, you have Wii U. That Star Fox commercial they played every commercial break. (laughs) Oh, every time. Yeah. I don't think it's hurting hurting them if there's a demand for it. Cool. So do you think they should just keep playing Melee forever? Because the thing is, Nintendo is no longer making money off Melee. Oh, okay. You know they're not selling. Yeah, it I don't. I don't think that matters. Yeah. It's but it's still. Like, it's, it's hard for me to say because like I don't. I don't know what goes into how they determine what games get in there, and what don't. You know, but to me, it, it seems like if if they've got the time and if they've got the justification in terms of both viewers and contestants, then yeah, why not? Why not? You know, I I feel like there's probably some outside force that pushes them to not have like Street Fighter Two. Mm-hmm. You know, sure. Like they yeah. want them to feature Street Fighter Five yeah. only. Yeah, you know? it is cool because it's an older game. I love that. I like it too. I like yeah. that Nintendo's willing to say, "Please, yeah. it's fine. Just show Melee." Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with it. Yeah, it feels different than the rest, and I think that's why I watched it in Street Fighter Five. I missed a lot of the other stuff 
Because Street Fighter V is the brand new hotness. Yeah. But Melee is like this, wow, this is retro, this is relic, kind of. It's cool. It's different. Oh, there'd be so many people who are outraged if you call that retro. No, not retro. <laughs> Older, sorry. <laughs> um, you know what I mean. All right, I want to move on. <laughs> I want to talk about Dead Rising 1, which was just announced that is coming to Xbox One, PS4, and PC. Dead Rising 2, and off the record, will come to Xbox One and PS4. Uh, so that's not a huge deal to me. But it got me thinking about... Uh, what's been announced for the Xbox in terms of backwards and forwards compatibility. So here we have a game, like Jones said, that we're potentially rebuying. We're rebuying Dead Rising 1 and 2 and off the record. In the future, Microsoft hopes that we never have to rebuy games again. And so I'm wondering if the panel believes that like this is like the last time we'll ever be saying, hey, check this out, Dead Rising 1 announced for the console I have now. Is this the end of that? No. Why nah. not? Because remasters. They'll they'll, they'll still do remasters even when I'm I can still play this backwards compatible yeah. on my yes. future Xbox. Yes, absolutely. Do you really think that? Like yeah. Resident Evil is a perfect example. Resident you Evil. can buy the PS1 version of Resident Evil. You can buy the PS4 version of Resident Evil. Yep. You know, like it's Devil May Cry run it DMC. I mean, run it sixty frames. All sorts of They'll upgrades. find ways Last to repackage whatever they think Running they can resell. These, yeah. All these examples you're doing, though, are things that aren't forwards compatible. It's not existing in this world of, hey, let's just put out a new versions of this game for no reason, even though people can already play the old one. Mm-hmm. If they own it. Or I, I guess, yeah, I guess it's an extra purchase on top of that. And so you're saying, like, even in this forwards compatible universe, you expect to see extra purchases still? Jones, do you see... No, especially with the happening? consoles, get, we're getting these like halvesy consoles now. Yeah, I don't, I don't see like. Wait, you see the way this game looks now? It's like, well, it's not gonna look that much better. That's kind of like, how I'm feeling, man. But, but even like, if it's yeah, this the gap, much, like, even if it's that I think much it'll it, be even less than that. Like, look I, at Red Dead Redemption. Okay, right? running on Xbox One. Right, perfect example. Right, right runs right. a smidgen better. Right, yeah. Everyone's freaking out. Gotta get, gotta get that version. <laughs> gotta play it on Xbox One. Like, I think. New systems are going to come out forever. Older games will... You'll have to rebuy them. What's crazy about that, though, is Jones didn't rebuy Red Dead Redemption. He puts his 360 oh, puts, okay. into the Xbox One. Yeah. yeah. Well, Rockstar you, makes you, no money. You've got, you got to admit, we have diminishing returns on the wow factor for every new console. Yeah. That, like, yeah, going from, from, from NES to Super Nintendo, oh, my God, it's Super Nintendo to GameCube. Like, every one of those jumps, that 360 to... Xbox One, that PS3 to PS4 was like, great, these games are awesome. Just wasn't as much, wasn't as eye-opening. We just played Dreamcast tonight for the stream, you know, like, wasn't as eye-opening as seeing that, you know, yeah. making the jump to, to PS3 360. And I just think it's going to get smaller and smaller as we go forward. It's going to be less about, like, oh my god, you got to play this newest one because it plays the games, you know, it's, it's, this is the benchmark where we're at. It's like, yeah, it's a benchmark, but the next line is just, it's right underneath it, so... Blood, you know, do you think like, we'll still see remasters in the future? Yeah, they'll, they'll any, anything that's a yeah popular franchise, they'll find a way to do Put another life on it. director's version. I mean, what, they're doing Resident Evil 4 again soon. Mm-hmm. Again. Six, five, four. How many times have we had Resident Evil 4? I own that game I, like I, nine times. The, yeah, the GameCube exclusive keeps getting remade. Yeah, okay. I'm, <laughs> I'm tempted to believe you're right because of the money factor. Because of, hey, these publishers want to make money off their old franchises for doing little effort. I mean, like, just look at, you know, again, like, the video game industry is largely terrible about a lot of this, but, you know, back catalog on CDs, like, yeah, they find another way to repackage the Beatles every five or ten years, you know, like, 
Great exactly analogy, the same stuff. Bloodworth. Well it done. Mono. <laughs> yep. Sounds worse to most people, but yeah, that's yeah. a great analogy. And of course, you could play that in any CD player. Yeah, absolutely. Blood. Okay. Thank you. That was a fun, tiny thing to discuss. I want another tiny, tiny thing to discuss. Wait, I would, but like you were saying about putting in the disc and owning it. Yeah. If that could be adopted somehow forever. Like, if you own a game, oh, yeah. you're entitled to, like, all future versions. I know that that's just a pipe dream. No, but, you're going to keep buying those definitive you know, editions. You just told me, Hubert. Yeah, I you will. told Capcom right to their faces that you will keep buying Resident Evil. So I guess they're just going to keep doing it. Why would they? I'm the problem. Yeah. I'm blowing it. <laughs> I do... It's worth commending what Xbox is doing with backwards compatibility for the Xbox One. It's crazy. It's a beautiful thing. It I don't really understand. Is. That's yeah, mad respect. That's one thing I don't understand the economics of. I don't understand where they profit... But they're doing it. Yeah. It's pretty, pretty crazy. I think a lot of work goes into that. It is a very nice thing that they do. Um, we got a corporate takeover uh, countdown uh, going on with uh, Vivendi and uh, Ubisoft still. Uh, we learned this week that Vivendi now has 20.2% of Ubisoft's voting rights and 22.8% of its share capital. When Vivendi owns 30% of Ubisoft, they may then purchase the entire company. Whoa. Weird stuff. Yeah. It's still happening. Chaos. I know. And there's not much to say. Like, we're just kind of updating us, everybody, because we kind of go through this conversation every time. But it's getting serious. This is intense. It's looking like it might happen in 2017. I'm sure there's no such thing as business. No, no, no. I love business. Here we go. Don't we're here because of business. We're just here because of business. Games. This is a business podcast. Let's make business, games, baby. play games. No way. Too intense. Uh, speaking of business, <laughs> it's time for love and respect. Love, Love and respect. respect. Ooh, Rufus was hitting some of those notes yeah. a little rough. <laughs> oh my goodness! It's okay. We have I had a tools. rough night. <laughs> okay, let's get serious. Okay. We got a serious question, and I got Huber on the panel. I got Bloodworth on the panel. I feel good about it. Let's okay. do it. Hey, allies. My question for you guys this week hits home for me quite personally, but I feel like <clears throat> whatever answer you'll give will be great. I, like many other allies, grew up playing video games nonstop. A lot of the games I played were hand-me-downs for my brother, but eventually I got into my own games like puzzle games, JRPGs, MOBAs, and MMORPGs. However, my taste in games became skewed over time due to how certain communities treated me. I found talking about what games I liked led to people asking me to prove that I had in fact played those games, which I found odd and unnecessary. This negativity never stopped me from playing and talking about the games I loved, but I know many others have because of this. My question to you allies is what words of encouragement would you give to any girl or women out there that wants to play video games but is too scared or nervous to, and what video games you would recommend to them to get them going to get them gaming love and respect kira stenruz tough question whoa heavy question yeah uh first of all don't try to try to avoid negativity you know if someone doesn't like something so be it what if somebody doesn't like you though that's really hard to deal with it is hard to deal with um you know i always say just try to surround yourself with positive people beautiful people good people uh, easy allies, come come watch us, come join us, watch some streams. Uh, games I would recommend 
are like Super Mario. You know, I, I find that I find that like sometimes competitive games, like like play, to play single player games. I guess I'm saying because uh, you can kind of encapsulate them and play them in your own little bubble. Okay. Um, you know, like a Mario or a Zelda or an Uncharted even or like a Last of Us, you know, a little intense. Uh I find when you're when you when you play competitive games or even like strategy games or even like JRPGs, games with a, a very intense history, you know? A lot of JRPGs are compared to other JRPGs. Sure. Play some games that aren't compared to others. I almost get what you're saying. Like, like, Mar- like Mario. You're not really comparing Mario to other platformers. Mario is its own thing. Like, just Mario. You're saying that there are some people out there... I just I walk into Final Fantasy XV and there's people who are just like, well, it's not as good as the other Final It's not Fantasy. as good as the other Final Fantasies or I it's not as good saying. as like Chrono Trigger or, you know, have you ever played Persona? Well, you know, you're doing it wrong. Like, yeah. I don't know. I don't feel like the solution here, Huber, is to plan an attack against those guys to like plan a defense against those guys though that's what makes me mad yeah. it's a tough one to handle blood how yeah. do we handle this question um i mean you just gotta play what you're gonna play and talk about it you know just you know if people want to give you crap uh, you know i don't know like you don't have to prove yourself to them really that's just, i mean that's really hurts, what though. it comes down to yeah. i mean it's like like, why are someone going to, like, call you out uh, for for no good reason because of their own weird biases? It's just, you know. Like, I understand, like, sometimes it is a surprise, you know, when, like, you have, you know, like, a genre that you don't expect a girl to play or something. But at the same time, it's like, if you can talk about the game, then you can talk about the game. Who cares if somebody's going to be, like, extra weird about it? Sure. Brandon Jones. Uh, Twitch streaming is great. You can watch people play games for free on Twitch.tv, and you can figure out like, oh, that game looks cool. I might like that. You know, it's like so you don't have to buy any of these games. You can check it. You see the professionals play them, or you can see group people play, and and you can you, know, you can, you can search hop by game. Chat. You can word search. Yeah. So it's just like I think I think if you go the 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 YouTube archive route, like you 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 never really know how old videos are. You never know how like relevant games are, or if there's any other games. Obviously, you're not going to get the, the the direct feedback. But I think if I think you really just out in the woods, totally lost about like I don't even know what genres I would like. I don't even know, um, you know, m- maybe kind of look at uh, what other like if you if you're a book reader, you know, like do you like fantasy stuff or do you like more realistic historical stuff? Like that might kind of point you in the right direction. If you watch shows, like do you like things that are more violent? Do you like things that are more character heavy? You know, that would obviously kind of speak to what types of games you would like. Um, I think the more important question is, well, I, I, we got to focus, too, because are we talking about making friends in real life or are we talking about making friends online? It seems like we're talking about online. Sure. <laughs> you know, we're talking about, right. like, finding these communities, you know, f- and, and I, I think that, that sounds like an absolutely horrible thing, that you, like, find a game that you like, you know, it would be... It'd be horrible if I went to the first Toy Box Summit for 2.0 and it was just schmucks. You're like, what? Like, it was like everyone there was just totally mean to each other and, you know, like really private and just so like... So you're saying when you go to those things, you like the community? Well, yeah, but I mean, that was a that was a very weird type of event, you know, for a very weird type of game. So uh-huh. it's, it's not often that you have the luxury of having a company send you to an event and you meet all the cool fans. So if you're just stuck online... Um, a lot of bullies out there. Uh, yeah, all I can say is... Uh, Boy, this is so tough. I wish I had a better answer. Don't give it a second thought. If if anybody ever, 
if anybody ever crosses you and any and you're like, wow, I f- you know, I feel really bad. Like this happens when we produce videos. You know, it's like we'll have a string of just 150 people that were just like, yeah, that's really great, and just one guy who's like, no, and you're like, the hell's that guy's problem? And like you'll be thinking about this one comment every like, time. Surely there must be more that I missed if this one person doesn't like it. Yeah, Screw absolutely. that person. You yeah, know, because yeah. you have no idea. You don't know how old that person is. You don't know if that that's that person's gender. You don't know if that person is actually going through way worse emotional problems than you are and they're just lashing out and just like they, they have they, you know, they have no one to no no bouncing board. They have nobody to talk to and so they're just, you know, spitting it all out on the internet. So if you ever encounter that and you think like, "Oh, you know, this sucks because I really like this game, but I really want to get involved. The community is really bad. Leave it. Get out of there." There's 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 no reason to do that. Like I, like I have been fortunate enough to find you guys. I would play any stupid game with you guys. It doesn't matter. So I think like finding those people that you connect with. Yeah. And yeah. then you you connected through Guild Wars and yeah you know this one day you're like guys this game sucks let's go play fourteen like okay and then and then oh here now now my friends are it doesn't matter what game we play I've I've found these people. Because I didn't, you know, force myself to make friends with a jerk. I didn't, you know, beat myself up for maybe something I could have said wrong. You didn't do anything. People are just, people yeah. either want to want to be nice to people on the internet or they don't. And if yeah, someone's well, not nice and, to you, get out of there. And that's the thing too. Like, like not only like people have all these weird hangups on on the internet, but like people just like inherently don't trust what somebody says, you know. So it's just they people put up these weird walls. I've I just I, yeah I have faith in the future. When you ask me uh, what games would I recommend to girls to get into gaming, I would, I would say the same answers for like what games would you recommend for boys? Mm-hmm. You know, I, oh, sure. I think, I think we're getting there. I know it's hard for four men to say I think we're getting there, but uh, I, yeah, I, I have hope. I have hope for the future. Absolutely. Yeah, I had great answers, panel. Appreciate it. Avoid jerks. Avoid jerks. Just yeah. keep looking for you know. You think, don't, your time. don't yeah, like just to in, build on what Jones was saying. It's like don't. Let the jerks ruin it for you. Yeah, because I think yeah. that, like there's this point. Because I mean, I deal with a lot of community stuff all the time, and it's like you get like you always give somebody a benefit of a doubt. You always give somebody this chance. It's like, well, maybe they just didn't quite understand what I was trying to say or get at, or you know, they don't really know like my perspective, you know. But it, like if I talk to them a couple of times and they just spew the same stupid crap back at me, and it's like done with this conversation. Like I'm just not gonna keep replying to you because mm-hmm. you're just you've made up your mind about me already sure. i've absolutely learned to use mute on twitter it's so good what a good feeling button i use mute on competitive multiplayer games heck yeah huber absolutely <laughs> dude uh next question oh this is a game we got a game so this is we're gonna play a game called devil's advocate oh boy yeah i know i'm picking the mood back up Huber. Yeah, okay. here we go in 60 seconds or less please defend one of the po- the following unpopular gaming positions, and so how we're going to do this? <laughs> oh, okay. Is uh, you're gonna you're gonna get a random okay. unpopular gaming position oh, that you right. have to defend. Oh. We already know Jones is good at this, so Jones, you're gonna go last. Okay. Okay. You're good at everything, Jones. How's it feel? You go first. What? How's it feel, Jones? So not Power Stone, apparently. <laughs> Huber, uh, which number do you want? One, two, or three? Three. Okay, so Huber, you must defend the unpopular gaming position that VR has plateaued. And will fizzle out by 2018. I have to agree with it? Yeah. That is what you believe. Okay. Ready? Debate school. Okay. Go. VR has plateaued. It's going to fizzle out. The zeitgeist is over. 
Last year when they were saying this is it, VR is coming, VR is hype and everything, where are the games? The games are garbage. There's no reason for any third-party developer to to use their resources to create a new genre or a new type of game for this experimental wasted technology. The point the price of entry is way too steep. Not no average consumer can afford these ridiculously priced machines. Uh, these things have to keep iterating. Like the Vive and the Oculus and the 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 uh, PlayStation VR visually uh, is a visual downgrade. They do, they do not look as good as most. Most games and uh, sticking with that hardware is going to be a real big problem moving forward unless they they keep shipping you and iterating you new products and that's not going to happen. Ooh, that's our sixty seconds. Dang, Huber. <laughs> wow. That was fierce, dude. Well done. Oh, dude, I'm, I'm not going to be that good. They're going to clip that out. we got to clip that out. Oh, I know. Sure. I know. This is part of the Huber game. hates VR. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to my favorite. La- like the last remaining magazine in my eyes, PC Gamer. They the newest issue just had a review of the, uh, Vive and Oculus. I read like the entire ten page thing. Were they nice? Three days ago, uh, they're nice to both. Oh, okay, but like the biggest problem is is like once you get it, how are you, how are you going to upgrade that tech? Yeah, without like a new, buying another headset. Yeah, that and that scared the crap out of me. Sure, <laughs> Daniel Bloodworth. Do you want the number one or two? Uh, I guess I'll go with two. Okay. Good luck. Ooh, nice. Okay, uh, Daniel Bloodworth. <laughs> you must defend this unpopular gaming position. Nintendo delays revealing any information about the NX until February of 2017, <laughs> and with good reason. So Nintendo, sh- we'll say Nintendo should delay revealing any information about the NX until February of 2017, <laughs> and it's for good reason. Ready? Okay. Set. Go. Uh, yeah, I think it's clear right now. Like Nintendo, they don't have anything that's going to be ready for for this year, and it doesn't make any sense for them to get out there and and put out all of this buzz and this hype that's just going to fizzle out. You know, in in the midst of the Christmas rush, in the midst of the Call of Duty and the Last Guardian, all these other things, people are going to. Like they're gonna think the NX is cool for a second, and then it's just gonna, you know, fade away, and then they're gonna start finding the things that they don't like about it. They're gonna start po- po- poking it full of holes. So they should just wait until the beginning of next year, reveal what it all is, reveal the games like at their peak when they've got a good lineup of a game, so they can tell you what the first six months of games are, and then release it within six weeks after that announcement. <laughs> and uh, um, yeah, and and that'll just keep them from. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, you got it. <laughs> I think the unintended result of this game is that we're starting to be convinced of these horrible positions. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I thought I thought Huber. Yeah, I, I didn't think Blood was gonna outpassion Huber, but like that yeah. was direct. That was specific. Yeah, I'm sold. Ooh, Jones, you got a good bullet here. All right, here we go. You have to defend this gaming position. CSGO Lotto is beneficial to the gaming industry. Ready? <laughs> Go. What are we talking about? We're talking about business. We're talking about a game. We're talking about a system where money changes hands. 
I'm, I'm buying this game. I'm giving some company money. You know, they're, they're giving me money back through coupons that I then use on Steam to get some other money on a discount. And I got GameStop bucks coming out my one corner of a wallet. And I got Xbox 360 dollars somewhere else. Everything is digital currency. Everything's Bitcoin and, 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 and be, trades being made on the Internet. This happens in the stock market every day of the week. Now we're suddenly surprised and we're all offended with this is suddenly getting into our industry. What we're basically seeing is the natural evolution of the Forza community. What we're seeing is you, you have a game that lets people make your 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 Bruins logo and put it on your car. Well, that now people can can basically buy and sell and trade in these this material that people are already making. It, it's no different from buying a used game and selling it more and making money on that. You know, like that wasn't that that shouldn't be legal. You know, should it? And the same argument. You're like, well, you you bought this gaming thing, something that somebody created for entertainment, and you're using it purely for financial gain. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that was a fun game. <laughs> Used games? Is, should this even be legal? So that came from Jones. Kari Goble. Thank you so Jones. much. Uh, she asked that I pick a winner. The winner is determined by podcast moderator. Maybe just by comments. Maybe I'll just count the comments. Okay. It's hard for me to pick a winner. Some warehouse for that? Yeah, you get three warehogs for that. Should selling used games be legal? <laughs> oh my god, Brandon uh, Jones, that was crazy. Oh my god, um, it kills me. That was fun. Um, <laughs> bum, 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 bum. we should just do one quick one. We should just do one quick one. No, I want. I want to do a, a beefier one. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. I think we owe it to Pokemon Go to talk about it a little more, just because I feel like I've been okay. down on it. We so owe much. it to the world. Yeah. Uh, I, I want to be positive about it. Uh, anyway, here we go. Okay, there's the name. Hey, allies. Since we are living in a post-Pokemon Go world now, where Nintendo is worth more than Sony, uh, that was just a, I think a Bloomberg article that their stock is worth more than Sony's currently, somehow. Uh, do you think this will spawn another trend like the Wii did with movement controls? And what could that mean for VR? Versus AR, love and respect, boss T. I'm scared. I'm scared, Kyle. What are you scared about? I'm scared for the future. Why are you scared for the future? You love Pokemon Go. I do. Uh, in the moment. But, like, many things, greed is going to come along, rear its ugly head, and corrupt Whoa. the situation. You're going to start seeing a lot of clones. You're going to see people doubling down on this type of experience. Can this type of experience be cloned? Michael Huber. Yes. It can be? Yeah, you you title it something, you go out, you catch animal. Catch some animal. Or... I don't know. You 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 check into places and you like you battle. Butterflies. You butterfly catch. Yeah, you go. You There's no way, dude. There's you, or you no check way. In, you well, use you, can... you use little soldiers to to go take over real life buildings or something. Ooh, I do like the similar soldiers. situation. I do like. Like, the oh, I'm Team Marine. You're Team Army. Like, oh, gathering all my Marines. We're gonna go take that park. Like, same. Thing. I think uh, yeah. mobile strike AR. Yeah. I think. Well, I think Digimon could just easily Digimon palette swap it. Digimon will no yes it could but nobody's going to want to play that they're playing Pokemon. Oh, uh, the the trend does not necessarily mean the people are going to want to play it. Yeah, sure. the you trend didn't, means you didn't the people are going to copy success. It. You said yeah. clone the game. You can yeah. clone that game and yeah, very easily. So do you yeah. think there's a lot of people working on clones right now? Oh this game? yeah, yeah. I, I oh, think yeah. people the movie will find, rights everything. I I think there'll be like other weird you know possibilities of you know like 
find like tagging cars or whatever you know like you know like actually finding and identifying things that are in the real world you know like real cars or real birds for bird watchers or something some crazy stupid stuff like that uh i guess like whatever clones come up doesn't really affect me personally so that doesn't bother me as much as the fear of the big studios that i love and respect like the nintendos out there uh shifting their focus into similar type into a similar type of game and shifting their focus off of the stuff that they're already doing that we love off of metroid family struggles onto next augmented reality family struggles go yeah yeah metroid go yeah that is what scares me jones are you scared man i'm not scared Right. Why would you be scared? I don't know. I'm not, I'm not really scared. Although, uh, a lot of times stuff happens with tech where somebody will come out with an interesting idea and I'm like, oh my god, that's great. You know who should come along and totally crush this now is this company. That company doesn't exist. There's there's no right. franchise yeah. that could take advantage of this better than Pokemon. Absolutely. The game is free. Yeah. This game doesn't cost anything. So what franchise is going to come along, offer another experience for free that people are going to be attracted to more, that's going to get more get more of a reaction right away, that has more potential longevity from just update after update after update. Uh, so uh, I, 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 I've actually, I actually have some friends that work for independent game companies that work in AR, and they're like, oh, we're so we're totally fired up about this. This is great. Cool. Like we're like like we have all sorts of stuff we can pitch now because it's like. Like Pokemon Go, and like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I see what you're getting at. Yeah, I do get they're, that. They're Pitching it to people that don't really understand like what they're saying. Um, what what I and and I think this genre can evolve in lots of exciting ways. Whether Pokemon decides to do that or whether another game comes along, I think what I want to see after after playing this game, you know, you know, ravenously for the last like week, I think. What I would like to see is is less of the get out there and keep on moving and go to all these places and more. You find yourself somewhere like, oh, I went out to go get a dinner and now I'm at a movie and I'm walking across the mall. And oh, yeah, didn't I just get that game that has that thing that pops up in different places? Let me just pop it up, do a quick thing. I'm done. That's it. That's the only time I'm going to play this game this week as opposed to like you got to go by Pokestops all the time. You got to do that to get items. Like but that's you, how they you make will, money. Exactly. To play the game. They need you to be addicted, so man. Money. They don't make money off a game that you casually check out once in a while. Right, and I can only be addicted to one game at a time. Sure. It is Pokemon Go or another thing, but it's not both. So if anyone else wants to try to chip in, mm-hmm. I think maybe make the requirement to make the game function a little bit less. Dial back, except the fact that Pokemon wins right now, and just kind of be like, well, as long as... Well, if that Pokestop's not working or the game crashed, maybe you boot up our game and sure. catch some ghosts, you know, or something. But like, I don't know, man. I did I think, think about it... that, though. A ghost Hunter game? Yeah. Ghosts, yeah. Be pretty cool. I just think of like when Angry Birds came out and the rise of mobile and what that did to the video game industry. Microtransactions like were never weren't a thing a little while ago. Now they are. Sure. Like Pokemon Go, fun, cool game, uh, could have possible repercussions in the video game industry. Whoa. The glass half empty. Huber syndrome right here. Yeah. Like, yeah. Wow. I dig it. Uh, finally, though, Blood, I gotta, we got to address that last thing. Do you think that the success of this AR game, the explosive success of this AR game, has any effect on VR? Oh, on VR. Um, HoloLens is back. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I think it would be interesting to see some, some VR implement real-world camera stuff of it, like, blending VR and AR together, you know. 
so that you have like all the the motion and head tracking stuff. You know, it's s- sort of similar to Hololens. Uh, and then what else? There's that like uh, well, they've been advertising like the Google paintbrush thing too with the Vive. Um, yeah, oh, the Little Mermaid video. Yeah, it's an app. I have not seen Little Mermaid use of it, but I played it where you can paint in 3D space. The guy, right? who, Is that what the we're guy who drew Ariel draws Ariel in 3D. Ooh. It's like standing in a room. He's like, whoa, I've never done that before. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, that's not not every day that yeah. as an artist can say that. I just use technology that I have never even come close to doing anything like that ever in my it's life. It's very cool <laughs> to use. It's very, very cool. And you can interact with, oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I, I think that's the thing is that it, you know, like people have been playing with augmented reality stuff for a long time. You know, like we had the, when the 3DS first came out, there was that stuff. You had the iPad, you had the iToy oh, stuff. I forgot that. The cards. It came with a bunch of cards yeah, that you yeah. throw down on your table. Yeah. You know, like people have been playing around with this, and like yep. this is really the first time that it's like hit critical mass. And so, yeah, I think like Brandon's saying, like this now allows people to communicate a little bit better about the potential of these kinds of things and with stuff like GPS, how it can like really be expanded in, in broader ways. So, yeah, uh, but I don't think it's going, I, yeah, I, I think of anything, it's going to marry with VR, not really compete with VR. Sure. I like that. I, th- I think that's true. Pokemon Go feels passionate. Like, it doesn't feel dirty, the game, you know? It doesn't feel grimy. It doesn't feel, like, doesn't greedy, feel right? It feels nice, and just the phenomenon we are in right now, Pokemon Go, it is... Unlike anything I've seen in recent years, this is insane. This mm-hmm. is a phenomenon in every sense of the word. Critical yeah. mass. Critical mass times 10, KO Ken. Uh, you know, I just feel like big business has the advantage and they go where the money is and they see the critical mass and they do it out of corporate reasons, not passionate ones. Mm-hmm. Sure. So. And that's and it sucks when games are made for corporate reasons. Yeah. And that's what we want to Because Pokemon Go, man, it feels good. It feels nice, Kyle. I got one last question. Are you going to hop in Pokemon Go again? No, nope. I'm never reinstalling it. Come back. <laughs> that's gone. Come back, Kyle. We Pokemon Gone. Pokemon Gone. We need you, man. This comes from Ashley. Ashley Cell. What is the opposite of pizza? As it. Sorry? Oh, as it. Okay, that's a viable answer. Well done. Jones, what's the opposite of pizza? Salad. Ooh, that's a great answer. Yeah. Huber, what's the opposite of pizza? Tacos. Mm, no, they love each mm. other, though. You can even, like, fold a pizza like a taco. Opposites attract. Uh, my answer is indifference. So that's love and respect. It's time for bets. Next week's bet. No, it's not... Yeah, we're doing this. We're flipping it back over again. People got mad that I flipped the bets. We're going back to the old way. We're doing next week's bet now. Talking about Sonic the Hedgehog. No, we have business before we talk about this bet. Business. Yes. So, last week, the Red Eagles gained a 10-point lead over the Green Lizards. Now, this is enacted Don's Law. So, uh, Law by Don. Is that what Ian made me call it? It's Law, by Law by Don. Law by Don. Law by Don means that Don joins the Green Lizards until they are at two points away. If, if you come two points away, you lose Don. Until then, he's betting for your team. If our lead gets to 15, game over. Season over. The Red Eagles have won. Starting anew. These are the stakes. Season two. Wait, so how many points? Wait. 
If it gets, to, we're at ten now. If we get five more points, season's over. Oh, 15 point lead. Fifteen, not 15 point points. Yeah, oh, yeah, fifteen point happening. lead. That ain't happening. We would need five unanswered points, basically. Yeah. Okay. So that's what's going on right now. Here's our here's our bet. Sega is holding a Sonic the Hedgehog 25th anniversary event on Friday, July 22nd, with the promise of an exclusive first look at the future of Sonic. Whatever this first look turns out to be, how many rings will be? Sorry, how many rings will Sonic collect? Brennan Jones, how many rings is Sonic going to collect? Sonic is going to come speeding out. Mm-hmm. He's going to go, hey, what's up, everybody? See you later this year. He is not collecting a solitary coin in that demo. None. Zero is Jones's vote. Okay. Zero. All right. Bloodworth. Uh, I think uh, 42. Nice. I think it'll be, yeah, a moderate amount. They'll show a little bit of gameplay. Uh, but they'll mix it in with. What if oh, he just goes uh, through a string? We'll count him. It'll be, you'll see him in the upper left-hand corner of the screen. It'll be easy. Oh, okay. Hopefully, yeah. yeah There's hopefully. a HUD. Yeah. Michael Huber. He's getting an extra life, 100 coins. Nice, Huber. <laughs> I love that. Clean okay. 100. Uh, I went with nine. Oh no. Yeah, we, we, we own each other. That sucked. And now let's check out Don's bet. It seems like he's written a lot. Whoa. Don has bet 101 rings. This is not going to show up on cam, but I love this. He also drew us a picture of Sonic. Great. It's probably still not going to show up on cam. I will say that Don was very nervous about this. He put a lot of thought into 101 Mm. rings. Uh, Let me lock those in. Okay. Very nice. Uh, So that was fun. Uh, Oh, I got to... I, oh, I do not remember. Somebody on, I think, Twitter told me to do it on Sonic the Hedgehog to do, make the bet about this week's event. I'm excited for that. Did you actually mention that Don's bet is a part of it? Yeah. You, you, yeah, yeah. you, you told that it to is, our audience? Yeah, okay. yeah. Just explain. Yeah. Don, there were Don, so many details, I, I wasn't 100% sure if that one made it in. I'll reiterate. Don is a part of the Green Eagles. Sorry, Green Lizards. He's a part of the Green Lizards until there's a two-point differential. Yeah. If there becomes a two-point differential, he's out. Okay. Last week's bet. I'm Setsuna. Came out earlier this week. I went to look at the top 10 most recent reviews on GameRankings.com. How many times will I see the word classic? How many reviews were there? Oh, there were 10. There were 10 or more. Yeah, yeah. There were a lot of reviews. Cool. Jones, you bet three. Ben bet six. Ian bet six. I bet six. (laughs) The actual number of instances with the word classic is 20. 20. Oh, man. People could not stop using that word, Jones. Wow. So, oh, wait. So we all wait. Tie. So, yeah. Well, no, not so a tie. They get two points and you get Everybody a point. gets points. Everybody you get, gets points. You're going to yeah. get blood. You get a point. Huber, you get a point. I get a point. However, between you two, you need to split who gets to get a, to hand out their Twitter handle, who gets to promote a video from Easy Allies, who gets to get the final word, and who gets to do the trademark sign off. Huber, you got to take at least one of those. I'm taking the final word. Okay. Oh. Nice. Do that first, then. Do the, give us your final word on anything you disagreed with throughout this entire podcast. Actually, hold on. Let me get the points straightened out first. So that brings Green Lizards up to five. That's two points for them. One point for the Red Eagles, who are now at 14. Okay. Go ahead, Huber. The final word. Final word. The Nintendo Mini is jolly. <laughs> yep. So, uh, Val Bloodworth, you may tell everyone your Twitter handle, promote any Easy Eyes video, and uh, give us your trademark sign off. Um, 
yeah, so uh, you can find me at dbloodworth2. You can find all of us at Easy Allies. Um, and, uh, yeah, uh, I did a review for Song of the Deep. That's pretty cool little game from Insomniac. GameStop's game. Yeah, GameStop publishing through their publishing arm Game Trust. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's a nice little game. I streamed a bit of it, too. And uh, if you like uh, Metroid games or Metroidvania games, I've never really been too fond of that term. <laughs> but whatever. <laughs> but it, it mean, I give, I know what the game is like now. If yeah, you yeah. just use that one word. Metroidvania. Like. Man, they were yeah. giving me so much heat for calling Deus Ex an immersive sim. Were you there for that in the chat? No, I missed this. Man, they were giving me so I, much That doesn't heat. make any sense, but okay. PC Gamer. They know what's up. Immers- they call it an immersive sim? Immersive sim. There's what, like what 20, do you want? There's no sim? To, what are but you it's a way about? to quantify and qualify a very, very specific type of game of which there are not in the many most of. vague way possible. No, but no but read that article. It's so good. Earlier today, you, were, you tweeted about how the police station and yeah. human revolution, there's so many ways about going through yeah. that. You are Jensen. You are simulating as Jensen. I, I get it. Immersive sim. Deus Ex? Blood is Bio not on board. Well, All right, so I, yeah. What's your genre, Blood? What genre are you giving it? I mean, the thing about Deus Ex that I love, like, more than anything else, is the fact that, like, like it is, like, a hard, like, cross between genres. And, 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 and the Mankind Divided, I think, goes a little bit further with that. Uh, but, uh, yeah, like, Human Revolution and, 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 all, and even the original Deus Ex, like, it, it is RPG mm-hmm. and it is stealth and it is shooter, and you can't really take any of those things away so from it. So just slap a name on it to kind of bunch them all up so we can easily talk about them. What's the problem? We all got to put a label on this. What's your label for it, Blood? <laughs> One label? Yep. Deus Ex, Dishonored, System Shock, Bioshock even. Uh, I would call it a role-playing stealth game. Ooh, nice. Jones? But what if you play a first-person role-playing stealth game? Although it's, it goes in the third person, well, but when you like stealth. activate certain moves and stuff. That's the whole thing. You can play but there is sex, guns blazing. You, you can never play ten, have to. You can play ten shoe guns blazing, but still stealth. No, game. I mean he's he's right though because I mean I'm, I'm I've done a partial stealth run and a partial aggro run, and so yeah, you can go in there and wipe everybody out, and and it's fine. So it, it that's the thing. It like that's what I mean. Like any piece of that pie really. It, it, it fits in there. This is why I love tacking this conversation at the end of the podcast. This is <laughs> some juicy stuff. Well, genre battles are always and then, the yeah. worst. And then, like, yeah. there's, there's parts of Human Revolution that I totally forgot about. Like, this weird, like, reading people's reactions to figure out what personality they are and, like, try to respond to them according to that personality. I hate genres. I hate calling a game a genre, but I like it to... Put them all in there to be able to talk about it's it. It's a tough freely. job, but somebody's you know got to I mean? do it. You know what happened is so, we, we just, this podcast was a beautiful feast. We had our dessert, and then a waiter comes over and says, Hey, this table didn't want this plate of sliders. Do you want these? And they're like, Yes. We're all just like, oh, Yes, please. please. A genre discussion? We love this. I'm, 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 I'm. We got a little plate of well, sliders. Well, right well it's interesting, though. It's like, <laughs> I don't think, like, it, it's funny because in some ways, like, we also didn't speak to a whole other aspect of like what genres communicate to people because I spoke entirely of mechanics. Huber spoke about 
immersion, immersion, <laughs> and like immersion. and feeling like right. you are this person. Yeah. Uh, whereas like a lot of people are just gonna look like, oh, okay, it's like a futuristic dystopian sci-fi game. You know, it's like because because that's a whole part of it too. Is just that whole like really like kind of dark sweaty blade runnery kind of feel you know vents are a part of this game you there can are a lot of vents <laughs> there are vents and yeah. there are sewers yeah and there's a lot of clutter yeah you know it's it's one of those games that communicates through clutter you've got some you emigrant know, get well gameplay. cards you know kind of strewn across your desk and that says things what'd you call it emigrant gameplay emigrant gameplay what emergent 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 gameplay emergent oh Sorry. man i thought i was about to learn a new <laughs> word <laughs> you emigrate I unfortunately forgot our new word. Cool. I would have tried to. Yeah, it was it's something, something dogmatic. Do, no, it's so it's. Clarity. I remember the meaning, but I forgot the actual word. Even though it's it very easy to piece together, me, what me like domaclair or something, or like domicile. Domicile. Dom, no. no uh, mm, if I don't write it down, it's doctrinaire. Doctrinaire. Yeah, see, like oh, so you've very, been indoctrinated. You're yeah, it's a very okay. sensible meaning, yeah. but just forgot what it actually was. Yeah, me too. None of us remember that. Um, um, how about that trademark sign off? Yeah. Uh, we'll see you before the next Blood Moon Rises.